This is Nerd Cage Live! And friends! Hello and welcome. That's right, you're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show. And yes, we are going to debate tonight and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us on another gaming discussion countdown as we rip through the T-Virus in Raccoon City as we do the top 10 Resident Evil games ranking and discussion. Please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, coming to you live from Syracuse, New York, and always among us, our moderator and troll hammer, stronger than the DK Banana Slammer, Joe from Fallen One Gaming. Please introduce our fine gentleman that we have hanging out with us tonight. From the Review Roulette Podcast, we have Nick Fickman. And from Bonus Commentary, we have Derek. How you guys doing tonight? Hey, hey, how's it going? Doing good. How about you guys? Hey, never better. Even though the there's a stigma of a T-virus in the air, but I'm com going to completely ignore that. And hopefully I do not turn to a zombie by the end of this video. Hopefully. Itchy, little yeah. itchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, hold on a second. <laughs> hey. So for everyone that's familiar with this format, all four of us on screen have a top 10 list. And what I do behind the scenes is I combine the list together to give us an official list. However, the three gentlemen you see on screen, including Joe, have no idea what this list is gonna be. So you're gonna see their authentic reactions. Hopefully, they don't kill me by the end of this video. <laughs> I make no promises. I'll get, I'll get Joe's uh, DK hammer and I'll just smash you over the head. Exactly. <laughs> at the end, whether you're getting the antivirus or not. <laughs> as far as the internet's concerned, I don't care. Come at us. This is the Nerd Cajun Friends official list, not the internet's list. This is our damn list. So before <laughs> we get started, we'll go around in a circle real quick. We'll let these fine gentlemen plug themselves in and talk about what got them in the Resident Evil and what makes the Resident Evil franchise mean to them. Starting with Nick from the Review Roulette Podcast. Go ahead, my friend. All right. Well, you can find Laura and myself on Review Roulette Podcast wherever you find podcasts and YouTube. And for me, I mean, I think what got me into Resident Evil myself is always like an Nintendo kid, but the first 3D console I'd first seen was like a friend had early on it had a PS1 and that's like your first time seeing 3D graphics. A friend, he was just sitting the game he got was a long box all right you know long box to resident evil copy here and i would just watch him play resident evil and that's what made me want to get my first playstation just for that game alone that's the main thing that got me into you know playstation gaming and into all the resident evil franchise because i love b movies horror movies especially that's what resident evil started as for me this franchise has gone on to be my second favorite franchise under zelda which is a lot to say coming from a nintendo kid who loves everything nintendo but resident evil has that special place in my heart and i've followed it and played every game that is <laughs> or is like it's your what <laughs> <laughs> All I heard was like a bunch of stuff falling down. Sorry. <laughs> By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you notice, Nick is already flexing his Resident Evil yeah. collection right next to him. <laughs> you gotta show him the biohazards. 
Oh yeah, I do have some of the Japanese versions as oh, well. Oh, dope. Oh, all the OGs. Uh, well, those would <laughs> even show up. But yeah. Derek from Bonus Commentary. You know the routine. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Derek. I run a little YouTube channel. You can find me at Bonus Commentary here on YouTube where I cover everything from video games. I do it. I have a let's play, I guess you can call it. <laughs> More of a heavy edit of a live stream of Resident Evil 3 remake if you're ever interested. I also do D&D content. I can actually can tell you my first Resident Evil memory was I was I was but a young chap with my stepbrother and his older group of friends and across the street his best friend had a copy of this game that was so scary. And I was like, nah, nah, I got, I'm, I'm a big kid. I can handle this. So we walked over, walked into a room with a PS1 and an old CRT, lights were off. We make it past that opening of just the, the AMV of just all the heavy pixelation and the people running through the, uh, the forest. And I am terrified. I am absolutely terrified. It isn't until he goes, hey, I wonder if I could just exit. And he turns around and goes to the back door. And sure enough, the server has popped through the door. I literally ran back home. It scared the shit out of me so bad. And it wouldn't be the last time Resident Evil would scare the shit out of me. But that was the first time. And it's followed and haunted me ever since. Joe from Fall One Gaming, you're one of the most passionate Resident Evil fans I've ever met in my lifetime. So go ahead, share with the world. All right, that's saying it lightly, Jay. And I'll tell you, my first memory of this, I had to have been about nine years old and I'm watching commercials on TV and the first commercial that comes on is you see the evil, you hear the evil, and it's the original Resident Evil 2 commercial. And I was hooked. I was like, I have to get this game. And at this point, I've never bought games myself. So go over to my parents and I ask them, I was like, I need money now. And I go to this little store that people might remember called Toys R Us. <laughs> and I get up there and the first question they say is, how old are you? <laughs> Luckily, I had an adult with me that went up to bat for me and I got the game and the rest is history. Resident Evil 2, that was my introduction to Resident Evil. And man, do I remember some of those terrifying in the dark moments. All right, I'm going to echo everything that Joe said. So 1998, I'm in the sixth grade. This is during the years where I'm trying to get Mario laid. However, I was at this other one kid's house and I didn't know what game they were playing. It, it was Resident Evil 1. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like mad crazy. I didn't know what the name of the game was. It was my friend's older brother was playing it. Fast forward for a few weeks later, there's a kid in school named Joe and he's got Resident Evil written all over his notebook in class. I'm not making this shit up. I swear to God, this kid was obsessed with Resident Evil. I'm like, whoa, yo, what's, what, what is Resident Evil? And he explained, oh, it's this game where you kill zombies and shit. But oh yeah, I put it at this kid Steve's house. Then I see commercials for it. And then my dad was like, yo, what's that? I'm like, it's this game Resident Evil. Like every kid's like into it and whatever. So. I ended up renting it. It was Resident Evil 2 on Nintendo 64. And then, oh my God, I played it in the basement with the lights off. And I'll never forget, you know, Fat Kendo in the gun shop. And then the, the designers were crashing through the glass there and he gets eaten. And that jump scare, holy shit. And I like, ran upstairs. I'm like, dead, dead, dead. This game is insane. And yeah, the rest is history. So yeah, I got to thank Joe from Fallen Game because he's kind of like my gateway drug into it. And yeah, I've been hooked ever since. And so we're calling him Joe Birkin for this, right? 
Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That being said, let's get this party started with two honorable mentions. Resident <laughs> Evil Outbreak and Resident Evil 3 Remake are our two honorable wow. mentions. Nick Fitkin of the Review Roulette Podcast, go ahead. All right, so I'll mainly just talk about Outbreak then. That is what all Resident Evil online games should be. Every other online mode, every other online game, throw them all in the trash, garbage disposal of them, just play Outbreak. Outbreak is more Raccoon City, which I know is what everyone loves, but what Outbreak had that was cool back in PS2. You got to sit there and play with up to four friends online, and it, it felt like essentially what should have happened after like Code Veronica and the play style. It is the co-op and the computers are not good, but when playing with people, that is the best version of co-op that I've seen in a Resident Evil game. You actually work together, it's actually tense, and aside from the horrible loading time, because it was on a PS2 with that original hard drive. I really enjoy Outbreak. As for Resident Evil Remake 3, decent. There's a lot of things missing in that game. I'm sure everyone else might have more to talk about it. But I mean, you think of like the clock tower, multiple choices, that it's just not in that game, which is one of the things that I really liked about Resident Evil 3. Aside from that, I do like the graphics in it. Continued on with that, and that's all I got to say about 3 Remake. Derek from Bono's Commentary, Resident Evil 3 Remake and Resident Evil Outbreak are two honorable mentions. Go ahead, dish it out. I remember owning Outbreak and being kind of disappointed only because I didn't understand at the time that it was an online game. I had the router in the back, and I didn't have friends. So <laughs> I'm just like... Okay, well, I'm trying to get past this larva guy. He just won't stop beating the shit out of me, and I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing wrong. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, God, I'm out of ammo. Oh, God, I'm dead again. All right, well, I guess I'll start the first level again. So I may have played the first level of Outbreak probably a half dozen times. I've never actually played it end to end, but I absolutely understand why it's on honorable mentions. It's got all the mechanics that a resi game should have for a multiplayer game i don't know how the co-op works but i like the idea i think that was the first game where you could like start boarding up windows as like an actual strategy and i really enjoyed that concept and as for uh, resident evil 3 i actually played them backwards i did remake and then the original i'm not as upset that this one's uh <laughs> making an honorable mention i enjoyed it for what it was i didn't have the classic to refer to. So it was all, it was a brand new experience for me and a bit more fresh in my mind, if I'm being honest. I liked how they made an upgraded <laughs> Mr. X into Nemesis for that version. I liked the, uh, some of the concepts that they introduced. It definitely was short. Like I finished it in two sit downs. Other than that, like, yeah, I see it totally why it's at the honorable mentions. Joe from Fall On Gaming, dying to hear your thoughts. Resident Evil 3 remake, Resident Evil Outbreak, two honorable mentions. Go, Joe. Uh, Resident Evil Outbreak. I never played either one of the Outbreak series, but I have seen playthroughs of it. I do like some of the lore that they bring into it. They kind of focused more on characters that you don't see on screen during the main titles. So it was good to get some background on them. Gameplay kind of falls short from what we're used to. So I could see why people would skip the game. As far as Resident Evil 3 Remake goes, I'm very surprised that it actually didn't make the list at all. However, I do see why people would have issues with it. I mean, they did cut out 
a lot of areas that were in the original and kind of shortened it up to focus on, you know, the nemesis aspect of it rather than the ex exploration that we were used to. So I could understand why pure fans of the series would be brokenhearted about that. But graphically, I wouldn't put it at the top for graphics, but it's way up there. As for these two honorable mentions, I'll just say this. Outbreak wasn't my thing. Uh, I believe I played a demo of it and I didn't care for it. Resident Evil Online, to me, really wasn't a match made in heaven at the time. Resident Evil 3 Remake, I'll say this. After the Resident Evil 2 Remake came out, I was pumped up like, oh my God, if they could do this to Resident Evil 2, oh my God, I can imagine what they could do for Resident Evil 3. And I, and I kept saying, Joe, I can't wait for Resident Evil 3. I can't wait for the Resident Evil 3 Remake. I hope it's happening. And all, it, it didn't take them long to announce it. You know, fast forward, I pre-ordered it and got it a day early and I beat it one night, one sitting. Not only that, I was disappointed in all the stuff that was excluded in the game, but the fact was Resident Evil 2 Remake, Mr. X's presence chasing you is what made that fun. This, we didn't really get that. It was linear. The, the Nemesis encounters were linear. They were ones and done. It wasn't uh, Nemesis continually chasing you. And that was such a disappointment. On top of that, I heard people bitch so much about Chris punching boulders, but nobody talks about Jill and that, that electric gun breaking the concrete and all these other dumb shit that happened in the game. It was just, it wasn't terrible, but it was very underwhelming from what we got previously. And yeah, it just, tainted Resident Evil 3. Like, how does that happen? How does a remake end up being worse than the original? That usually doesn't happen. <laughs> well, depends on who you ask, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That being said, we're gonna go right into the countdown at number 10. Resident Evil 4. Take cover! Whoa! <laughs> oh boy! Nick Fitkin, Resident Evil 4, cracks the top 10 at number 10. Go ahead. All right. I know this is a divisive game for some people. I actually had it at number 7, so I don't know how much mine hurt or helped what everyone else picked theirs on. But I will say this is the return to survival horror for many people, and it is for half of the game. And then it turns into a weird B-movie action game, which is still fun. I still like it, but it's not full of horror with jokes like Salazar yelling, Mr. Kennedy, every 20 seconds. Originally, it felt like some of the story parts might have been shoot in to keep it go into Umbrella with like Jack Krauser. I do really like how the game sets up. I was having Leon back is great. Some of it doesn't hold up with like standing still and shooting, but that's okay. Derek of Bones commentary, Resident Evil 4 is at number 10, controversial ranking here. What do you got? Resident Evil 4 was also my number seven. This was my high school sweetheart, 100%. So this was the game that got me through high school. This was that game, it was like the water cooler game at uh, high school. It was like, where are you in Resident Evil 4? And just the back and forth kind of experience of it all. It was my first introduction to mercenaries. I, that was the first time I'd ever gotten to it naturally and played the living crap out of mercenaries. The survival horror aspect of it was Definitely kind of lacking. I feel like you could find items substantially easier. It didn't feel as terrified to like go into a combat encounter because I knew I had 500 rounds of uh, what is it? The the wolf submachine gun ammo. Ashley was kind of also a negative, just constantly screaming about Leon. I think I still actually have nightmares about 
that. It wasn't until I could get her in the full suit of armor that I actually felt comfortable having her around because I knew she couldn't get picked up and taken away. And then, you know, when I ever needed to let off some steam, I would just turn around with the Chicago typewriter and just <laughs> empty a clip into her. Joe, Fall One Gaming, Resident Evil 4 at number 10, go ahead. Don't shoot me, but this wasn't even on my list. I have kind of an issue with 4 because of the way they changed the formula and made it more action-oriented than survival horror-oriented. So us Resident Evil purists usually have an issue with 4, unless you grew up playing it. I have played it. I did kind of enjoy it. However, that being said, I couldn't bring myself to get past the point that not zombies, they're parasites. So they changed that whole aspect of it. I'll agree with Derek on the whole Ashley thing. All I have to say is woman, you are lucky you're the president's daughter or else I would have left you there and just left. <laughs> because there is, she she can get quite annoying. And I mean, she hinders you from getting past certain areas. To have a character you're trying to save actually halt the game, that was a whole nother thing. And the monsters, as you know, aesthetically pleasing as they were, were very over the top from what we're used to. So I just had a lot of issues with it personally. For my money, this was the descent into the kind of heavy action games that Resident Evil became. That's why it's not top five. Uh, I'm with Joe. This is not on my top 10. This was the big what the Stop. for me. I absolutely hated Resident Evil 4 when it first came out. I, I softened my opinion a little bit in recent years, but I still dislike it more than just about the entire catalog. Here's the thing. To me, Resident Evil Code Veronica to me was Resident Evil 4. To me, this is Resident Evil, the adventure of Leon. That's how I look at it. <laughs> I mean, and I just, I'm not too big about the, the third person over the shoulder? No, over, yes, the shoulder. Yeah, over the shoulder. Over the shoulder. I like Gears of War. If I want to play, if I want to play a game like that, I'll play Gears of War. For me, I I like the fixed camera angles. I I like the survival horror. I love the puzzles and all that shit. This did not feel like Resident Evil to me. Also, I prefer Leon as like the rookie trying to learn on the fly and dealing with the shit instead of the polished Leon that we got. I just feel like, I mean, I get the progression of the character. The idea of, you know, him being a rookie, first thing on the job was a lot more appealing than saving the president's daughter. Yeah, it just felt so out of place and I wasn't happy with the overall direction that the franchise went in. That's all I got. I know controversial opinion. I know it's controversy on the whole rankings, but there you have it. Resident Evil 4 to me, just isn't like Resident Evil. So yeah, can we talk about the identity crisis that Resident Evil 4 had with Codex from Metal Gear Solid <laughs> being put into it? <laughs> I kept waiting for a uh, snake crossover at some point. Yeah. Just like, oh, sorry, wrong call. <laughs> also, anybody who's uh, about to get upset and uh, write angry comments, just remember that you can thank me and Nick for being the reason Resident Evil 4 is on the top 10 list at all. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so thank you, Derek and Nick, for like not, you know, for having taste. <laughs> <laughs> from like saving this list from being total disaster. <laughs> we were just one angry boomer away from <laughs> this Resident Evil 4 not making the cut. <laughs> that being said, at number nine, 
The latest in the entry, Resident Evil 8, a.k.a. Resident Evil Village, is number nine. Go ahead, Nick. All right, I had this one at number nine. I still feel like this one needs a little more time to, like, stew to me, and I need to... Waiting for the DLC to see how everything, like, develops in my head. I love how it starts. When the game looks great, is the best looking game. Do kind of like the fact that the one that everyone thinks is the main... <laughs> dead near the beginning the only problem i have with this one is as it goes on it starts to feel unlike resident evil 7 it starts to feel like the actionness of four and five and six like those parts that get a little too high actiony as it goes on and really like the lady d and the second section the only one i don't like is magneto uh <laughs> Eisenberg. Eisenberg. I just call him Magneto. I, I can't stand any of that section. He was a shit villain. I'll say right here. He was yeah. a shit villain. Come at me. Yeah. I'm like, I like Lady D. I love the doll. Even the weird... The uh, toad guy. I feel yeah. so bad for the toad guy. <laughs> yeah. Even that, I, I don't mind that. It's just can't stand Magneto. That's that's all it is for me. Derek from Bonus Commentary, the latest entry strikes at number nine. How do you feel? Uh, pretty good because this was my number eight. Going back through my experience, I was so confused because I loved Seven. I really did. So like to see the character changes in Chris, the, the woman we just spent an entire game trying to save is now suddenly getting blown away. We don't know when, but we like that was like in the trailers. Everybody's talking about it. The first horde fight and you get attacked by Santa Claus werewolf. <laughs> you know damn well, like every, everyone knows it's Santa Claus werewolf. I also like that they kind of explained Ethan's superhuman ability to accept pain. Obviously that's going into a little bit more spoiler territory. I also like the concept that everything kind of dealt with a aspect of fear. Lady D was your vampire, the fear of the fear of the old, fear of the uncanny valley was Lady Benevidelo, the puppet lady. That whole sequence is probably one of the scariest things Resident Evil has come out with in a long time. The fear of the water and the fear of the future, which was Heisenberg. The, all the connective tissue of Mother Miranda to Ethan. I was kind of lukewarm on the idea that she's the reason Umbrella exists, but also isn't because it's not quite the same. It's mm, There are things that the game does so well, and then there are times when the game just falls flat. Joe from Fall One Gaming, we had the pleasure of playing this together on Twitch, and I'm glad we did but go ahead man i also had this at my number eight i love the tim burton intro storybook type thing that they did kind of lost me a little bit when they went with werewolves rather than zombies but hey you know i'll let it slide i do like that they made chris look like chris again <laughs> that was that was a good thing i have my issues with certain villains you know heisenberg being underwhelming the the toad one not having enough screen time lady d definitely having no screen time <laughs> so i mean there's a lot of issues that i do have with it personally but at the end of the day i think the sound design the visuals and everything speak for themselves in this game and the lore that we, that we got although it i didn't like the fact that they told you about it in files you have to read about it rather than see the story play out i hate that they do that in a lot of games now and i think they should you know go back to cutscenes. but anyway that being said the lore of spencer and miranda that connection was pretty neat to find out that it's all interconnected somehow so i did like that and Duke, man, probably the most memorable merchant we'll ever see. <laughs> Next to his good friend. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the Duke deserves more love. Let's let's just call he it. He needs his own DLC. <laughs> I, I I feel bad because I 
like made fun of him every chance I got on that Twitch stream. <laughs> I want the DLC to be about the courier that would run around getting that man bullets and guns. <laughs> so you have to like yeah. run around where Ethan just was picking up bullets and guns, trying to defend yourself. <laughs> yeah, cooking. You can pay me. Trailer, you, know? yeah, you can pay me at uh, at PayPal or Capcom, please and thank you. Okay. Resident Evil Village. I'll say it right off the bat, it's just for starters, okay? If a giant nine-foot woman with huge tits and big hips was chasing me, I would just let her get me. That's the main problem right there, okay? I wasn't scared for my life. Like, like I want to be scared when I play Resident Evil. That She didn't scare me. If anything, it was the opposite. That being said, I have a problem with the rest of the cast. I could First and foremost, let's, let's go with the good guys first. I. Ethan, whatever. I, I mean, I don't hate Ethan, but I don't really love Ethan either. I didn't like what they did with Chris. They really damaged his character a lot. He, you know, I'm used to that that heroic Chris. This was more, he was more of an asshole in this game. Didn't like that. The only thing you can maybe argue with me is maybe he became, he's been hardened over all the years of dealing with this shit. Maybe made harden him a little bit, but I still didn't really like that approach what they did to him. There are some unforgettable moments, hence, the baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'm keeping my bisectomy, just saying. <laughs> like I said, I could not stand Heisenberg and Mother Miranda was rather underwhelming. They could have built her up a little more and make her more awesome at the end. I think Heisenberg and her were very underwhelming. This game definitely has a villain problem. However, the fun factor is certainly there. As far as that umbrella connection that Joe just tapped on, I hate the fact that I feel that was just thrown in there like, okay, we need to make this some kind of connection to Resident Evil. Let's just make the Spencer thing. We'll just throw it in there. Otherwise, this game, you could have like took that out and this game could have been like a standalone. This game could have been just called Village and you could have taken the whole Resident Evil out of it, Umbrella and out of it, and it could have been its own game. But again, the fun factor's there, but it to me, it's still not Resident Evil. So I had this rank. For me, this was number 10 on my list. Again, what Nick just said earlier, maybe this needs to marinate a little longer. Maybe my opinion will change down the road because again, this is kind of like a knee-jerk reaction. Joe and I literally just got done playing. I played it for the first time. Joe has already played it, so I just literally just got done playing it not long ago on Twitch. Please check that out. Shameless plug. I didn't like the direction that Resident Evil 7 was going in the right direction, and then this went back to the direction that I don't like. Resident right. Evil Mega Man. I will say, I know it didn't work for us here in, like, America, and I wonder how it worked in other countries, but I know in, like, Japan, the idea of a giant tall woman is very scary to them. Mm. has seen like <laughs> like horror shows like Garo and stuff where it's like giant woman is part of a horror thing and like here we're just yeah now we're just uh, Americans <laughs> are just like sit on me <laughs> please well, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna make her giant make her a kaiju make her like 60 feet tall or something yeah <laughs> do like that hat mod where it's every time you see is it every time you, <laughs> every time you shoot her she her hat gets bigger <laughs> yeah. all right ladies and gentlemen for your viewing pleasure roll the lady d memes all right, now that my raging boner has finally died, add don't lie to them. Don't you don't you lie to them? Still <laughs> going. These are your fans. Don't lie to them. <laughs> at number. I'm okay with that. <laughs> at number eight, Resident Evil. Evil. Five. Go Five. ahead. Really. 
All right. I do like five a lot. And when I when I start talking about five, I will always preface it with I played this game co-op. That's the only way to play this game, because I've heard I've never tried it myself. I <laughs> the AI is not supposed to be good. What I do like about five playing co-op is you get some awesome Chris stuff. Get the conclusion to Wesker. You do get some Chris punching a boulder. But overall, five itself is a pretty darn good game. I like the whole connection with Umbrella. You find out about like the whole progenitor virus and coolest part of the game is to me at least isn't even the main game it's the dlc they add on where you are jill and chris going to the mansion where you see uh wesker kill spencer i feel like it's like an improvement of four but not to the point where they go crazy like six actually makes co-op pretty fun and scary i know it's more action but i still like it a lot and i had this one at number eight Derek, bonus commentary, Resident Evil 5 is at number eight. What do you got? This was my number 10, only because the, the caveat to this is you need to play it as a co-op. But because of that concept, it kind of fails to deliver on the horror element that Resident Evil is meant to be based on. The survival aspect I did feel was there. That's only because the AI was so bad. It definitely felt more inspired by the Anderson films that were becoming popular at the time and less about its roots. The whole marketing campaign, Valentine is dead, is like, you're, this is supposed to drive me in? You're killing off a fan-beloved character? What? What the hell's wrong with you? But like I said, best played as a co-op. Boulder punching, of course. I, I feel like Nick just looked at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> play it with a friend if you got to play it at all. Joe, fall on gaming. We have Resident Evil 5 at number eight. Go ahead. I think me and Derek are going to be really good friends because I also had this at number 10. And I agree. I think we're all in agreement that the only way this can be played is by co-op. I mean, there... You can play it single player, but like with four, your AI is going to hinder your performance, which is an issue for me. It did have some good lore, prevent progenitor virus, Ouroboros, Wesker's conclusion, all that stuff is in there. But I do have to agree, you know, making us believe a main character is dead kind of puts a sour taste in your mouth. Once you find out she's not, it kind of brings- Spoiler alert, Joe! <laughs> <laughs> However, I do think the, the little cutscene fight with Wesker and everything in Spencer's residence is pretty amazing, but that's kind of downplayed when you see Chris punch boulders <laughs> halfway through the ending. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's got some fun. It's got replayability. It's If you're playing a co-op, you can have a good time with it, but it still fails to be Resident Evil as I believe it should be. Okay, Resident Evil 5 is actually number seven on my list, simply because the fun factor and the fact that I did co-op this online. I didn't just co-op it. I co-opted it online and this is where it gets my praise. Okay, the fact that it runs so smoothly when you co-op with a friend online is just amazing because you know how many games nowadays still have online problems? Resident Evil 5, I, for the record, I played this on the Xbox 360 and it just, like I said, it just turned out really, really good for me. It was a really good experience for me. And one thing I will give it, the boss fights are a lot of fun. And of course, Wesker is one of my all-time favorite villains. And the fact that, you know, he's very prominent in the game and it's a pretty cool, you know, you get a couple showdowns with him. And that's awesome. The saving grace, what everybody said, is the co-op factor. And I like the fact that not only when you have, like when you co-op, but you can give weapons, you can give healing abilities. Really, really nice touch. I feel like Resident Evil 5 succeeded 
where Resident Evil Zero failed miserably. I have a huge problem with Resident Evil Zero. Like Resident Evil Zero, they had a golden opportunity to do a co-op feature and going back and forth between two characters was so terrible in that game. Whereas in this, it worked and it worked well. And I'll be honest, I actually do like the character of Sheva. I think she's cool. She's not my favorite female uh, protagonist in the series, but I like her a lot more than I thought I would. And I really let, think the, you know, the storytelling between her and Chris is actually really, really well done. Boulder punching aside and the convenient place volcano at the very end of the game. All that aside, it's a really, really fun game. And I mean, among all the action-oriented Resident Evil games, talking four, five, six, and eight, this is my favorite one. At number seven, Resident Evil, the original. Wow. Nick Fitkin of the <laughs> Review Roulette podcast. Take us back to 1996. <laughs> All right. I actually, and this is probably why this is ranked lower, is because I didn't even have it on my list. Whoa. I didn't like it, but Outbreak pushes it out for me. Enco Veronica. But I still <laughs> love this game a lot. This is what brings everyone into survival horror. I really like the story behind the whole mansion. I know you don't get to see a lot of the cutscene stuff unless you play through both characters with Chris and Jill. The only thing that's always gotten me is the acting has gotten a lot better since then and as the combat. So that's where the lines like Jill Sandwich comes from. Barry yelling like, take this. But overall, the whole idea behind just going through a mansion that leads into a lab is really cool. That's what got a lot of people in Resident Evil. That's what got me in Resident Evil, so. Derek Ball's commentary, Resident Evil, the original, cracks the list at number seven. This Bring was it. my number five for a lot of reasons. The first and most prominent is definitely the nostalgia. I got the shit scared out of me so many times with the silly, it's just polygons. It's polygons and guys walking at you real slow. For whatever reason, this was terrifying. I had personally never seen anything like this because much like Nick, I was a Nintendo kid. I'm used <laughs> to bright colors. I'm used to running around castles. I'm not used to this shit. There are dogs coming out of windows. Why are these people trying to bite me? And yeah, like like the setup, the opening cutscene of them just getting to the mansion. It was Hornball and Hackney, but like 1996 is the perfect time capsule for this game to come out. And if it had come out any later, I don't know if it would have landed as well. There's a reason people remember the franchise and these are the roots it sprouts from. We've definitely gotten better. The voice acting, the graphics, combat, and just the idea of claustrophobic locations being used against you. For me, this is one that is the reason why I am a Resident Evil fan. Joe from Fallen One Gaming, Unleash. All right. I am seriously beginning to think that Derek stole my list now <laughs> because I have this also as number five. Dolce alone put up in my book. How However, I do have to mention the cheesy voice acting. As cheesy as it is, is probably the most memorable voice acting. Who can forget all the lines in there? Don't open that door. I hope <laughs> or, this isn't Chris's blood. Blood. <laughs> yeah. What a weapon. It's also good for killing living things mm -hmm. as opposed to killing dead things, I guess. <laughs> but Who uh, can forget? I've got a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> so the one-liners... The, the feeling of dread that you get throughout the game for a game of that time, is, it was unsurpassed. I mean, it's a crowning achievement for its time. You can't overlook some of the some of the monsters that are in it, that the tyrant that you, the first time seeing the tyrant, the first time you see a hunter, when they do that cutscene sequence and coming around the corner and uh, what the hell is this thing? 
it's got some of the greatest moments in it, and it's great. It's number five on my list. Resident Evil, for the record, I preferred the director's cut version. But for me, I have Resident Evil all the way at number nine. However, going off in nostalgia, listen. Yes, we can laugh at the cheesy lines and the cheesy voice acting. However, this game really did bring us great characters and great character development. Lots of twists and turns as the story progressed. I mean, how could you not love this game? And like I said, one of the most iconic moments ever is when you see that that first zombie, the bald one. Like, talk about an amazing moment in gaming history right there. On top of that, we get zombies. We get zombie dogs, zombie shark, zombie snake. Oh my God, like this game just like broke so much ground and like, oh my gosh, I know it's a perfect launching point. It really is. And it's what got us all into it. I mean, there's really nothing more I can add to everything that you guys just added. No matter how many new Resident Evil games come out, no matter how long, whatever different games come out in the future and what gameplay styles they have, I feel like this game's always going to have a place for me, no matter what. And you know what? We all always go back to it. You know, I feel like the replay value is there. We always go back to it. Sometimes we just get enough of the action-oriented Resident Evil. We won't go back to where it all started. And that was Resident Evil. And again, if I had to pick any version of the original Resident Evil 1, I'd say go with the director's cut. That's just my opinion. At number six, Resident Evil 7. Nick Fitkin, go ahead. All right, I had Resident Evil 7 on number five for myself. This game, especially when like the demo first came out on the PlayStation Store, this game like right from the get-go got me feeling the original Resident Evil 1 vibe. Pretty much all the way through the game. I didn't mind the change to first person. I know some people don't like that, but for me, much like when I feel like some people might have thought that the original Resident Evils were getting stale, so they tried something new with over the shoulder with four, and that's where that went on trying something new and different with seven and then using a different character for that i mean that worked out great for me some of the touches like think of it as texas chainsaw massacre to me really feels like that whole family thing and just the creepiness and difference in all the family members and there really aren't that many enemies other than them and just a couple molded around and just a lot of it is like the atmosphere which is what reminds me of one and the vhs tapes i really oh like that God. touch to get to see past events that happened from the uh, alligator film crew yeah oh, yeah <laughs> those were great it was such a great idea and then like reintroducing it later th during uh, the marguerite sequence that's good that still scares the shit out of me when she just she just gets up in place face and blows up the candle mm. kills me every time derek bonus commentary we have resident evil 7 cracking here at number six <laughs> because it is my this is my number six resident evil 7 was my number six i was so worried about this one because of the demo at first. I was a huge fan of PT and seeing all the clones and the fact that we never actually got it was a bummer, but seeing it kind of made me worry that this was gonna be a, a ghost hunting and possession game, not so much a Resident Evil as we knew it i feel like they really lost ground with six and we're scrabbling for new ideas so when the the demo came out i was worried but of course i got my hands on it and i fell in love the bakers they are like in the modern era the most iconic horror family i can think of immediately jack is amazing you could feel his presence when he stomps around that house marguerite with with her creepy bugs the whole family <laughs> is super memorable the uh bug crotch yep I, you know i knew she was, I, I knew it i knew it 
Get a flamethrower on that thing, man. That's the <laughs> only way to get rid of them quickly. Yeah, just having her scatter around being creepy and shit. Also, adding a new character gave a sense of like a blank slate. Whether or not they could potentially kill off the character at the very end kind of gave him a more vulnerable sense. And of course, the ending with Evelyn and everything that came out of that. Just Eventually, you just straight up fight the house. <laughs> Quick, dump all of my ammo into the master bedroom. It was fun. I loved it. And I'll never forget the chainsaw fight. Joe, Fallen One Gaming Resident Evil 7 is at number six. What do you got, dude? All right. I had this at number seven, so I wasn't too far off. This finally called the game back to the horror element that it was missing. Jack was kind of like the Mr. X with his presence. You never knew what corner he was going to come around. And the family itself was grotesque enough to make them as memorable as they are. The only issues that I really had with it is that the mold monsters kind of wish they would have substituted those for, you know, zombies or some, some kind of relevant thing to the game franchise anyway. They did a great job with keeping that horror feeling going throughout the entire game. Chris could have looked better. <laughs> I mean, he kind of looked like Pretty Boy Chris rather than the Chris we've all known to. I would not have known it was Chris love. unless they had said something. <laughs> yes, exactly. I had a lot of fun with this game. Evelyn was creepy as hell. So this game, for me, was what it needed to be at the time. It brought it back to its roots. And for that, I thank the makers of the game. <laughs> Very well said, Joe. Listen, after the booty sauce that was Resident Evil 6, I was ready to cut bait with Resident Evil Forever. I'm not going to lie. Like, at that point, between 4, 5, and then, like, 6 was, like, the low point. My excitement level for 7 was, like, rock bottom. Then my friends all played it, and they're like, Jay, you got to go back to Resident Evil. Come back to Resident Evil. Resident Evil 7's great. You're going to love it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, whatever. I did right by buying it, playing it lights off, and I'm just like, yes, finally. I was scared shitless again. Look, I understand, you know, I'm always gonna prefer the, you know, the fixed camera angles to the first person. However, what makes this special is yes, it's first person, but that claustrophobic feeling is back. The sense of danger lurking around, monsters just walk by and like, and then just being grabbed and like the jump scares, it all felt natural. This felt like Resident Evil, despite the story being a little wonky. I mean, don't be wrong, the Baker family, it's cool and all, but like, it's still a little head scratching. However, the game itself is pure Resident Evil. And this was, I was so happy that we got Resident Evil going pretty much back to its roots, essentially. So I actually had this ranked at number six. So it lines up pretty good. But yeah, and the replay factor is definitely there. In fact, I would love to go back on Twitch and play it again, honest to God. So this game essentially is special to me because this brought me back. This saved Resident Evil for me. Has anybody played it in VR yet? I haven't. I haven't played it. I don't have anything VR. I sold my VR or else I would have. <laughs> I, I want to, but- I'm waiting yeah, for a PSVR yeah. too. I got the Steam VR headset. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that eventually. I'm... Now we're getting into the top five. Here we go. At number five, Resident Evil, Code Veronica. Number five, Nick Fedkin, Review Roulette Podcast. 
<laughs> Give us your blessing. All right. I, I did have this one ranked a little lower. I had it ranked at 10. Not to say I didn't like it, but I don't know if it's part of me that always hated the fact that I bought a Dreamcast for that. And I traded, stupidly traded in like some old systems at the time to get this day one because I had to play Code Veronica. Still love the graphics, even with weird Claire scene of her shooting at a, or no, dodging all the helicopter bullets to drop midair to catch a gun and shoot at it. Some of that gets a little wonky and I still like this is the last one of the awesome fixed camera angles, just reminding you of the classics. I My only complaints about it other than what I mentioned would be Leonardo DiCaprio kid. Steve. Thank you. Steve. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stand him always whining and I was glad when he turned into a giant axe zombie. Hulk. Yeah, the little axe just running at you. The, the Ashfords are very weird. I did like that creep factor of Alexia and Alex Ashford with their weirdness and his uh, weird girly accent acting. <laughs> That's a bit odd. That's really all I got to say. Derek Bowles commentary Resident Evil Co-Veronica, a game that we all been demanding a remake for. This was my number four, so not too far off. This is one of the last great camera angle games. It feels right, starting to lean a little bit more towards the action genre, especially with that opening. Ashford's were just creepy enough to be memorable. I, I think they're basically British. And that's like, like super like, I mean, like he tries to take you out with a freaking fox hunting rifle at the very beginning. It's just like, oh, I'm so deliciously evil. <laughs> like, come on, man. It's hard to take you seriously. And now you're groping your sister. What the hell is this shit? Maybe not necessarily groping, but you know, yeah. they're a little weird. They're just a little funky. Yeah, there, there, there's some weird going on. They're just a little insane. bit more Louisiana than the Bakers. <laughs> <laughs> It's memorable. Um, Discount DiCaprio is okay. I can't get over the edge lordiness of the two guns that are like painted emerald or whatever. Yeah, he just, I can't help but think of Snake. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, when he uh, smacks Ocelot around with his revolver, he's like, why does this have engraving on it? This, this isn't going to do anything for you. It just, that's all I could think of when I looked at his guns. <laughs> it's just like, this is, you look so stupid right now. Do you know how stupid you look? Did your mother let you out of the house looking like this, Steve? Joe from Fall On Gaming, we happen to be playing this game right now on Twitch. Go ahead. This game, I had at number six. I have very fond memories of this. This has the right formula of the tank controls and everything you're used to with Resident Evil. It does have some pretty bad voice acting in it, Steve, for one. <laughs> Seems like it had an identity crisis because it was trying to pull from different movies at the time. It pulled the Terminator sequence from the helicopter shooting at it, and it pulled the Matrix thing from when she took and goes in slow motion and takes the gun and shoots the explosives. So, I mean, it took... It tried to be more of a movie than it should have. Steve crying about his father was... You would think that was supposed to be moving. I couldn't help but laugh at it. So didn't really hit the mark with the voice actor. The Ashfords and their twin zest was really kind of off-putting, <laughs> to say the least. And I'll agree with Derek. I mean, the British thing, yes, it's supposed to be a European base of some sort, but doesn't have to go full UK with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it does have its issues, but at the end of the day, it's very fun to play. It has everything you want in it, the zombies and everything. And it's the only Resident Evil that I can think of where Chris and Claire are both in it together. So that being said, and having Wesker in it and everything, it, it hit the mark enough for me. 
Excellent, very well said. So to me, I actually had this ranked at number five. And I'll say this right here, right now, to me, this is the true Resident Evil 4. As far as that timeline goes, this is Resident Evil 4. This is the fourth game in the series. This is Resident Evil 4 to me. Come at me. I don't care. I'll say this. Another thing too is like, is this game's heavily referenced after Resident Evil Code Veronica. Like this game's heavily referenced a lot. I'm with Nick here. I did play it on the Dreamcast. I had a Dreamcast and this was one of the games I sprinted to. And it was quite the exciting time because it was the first time we got Resident Evil in 128 glorious bits. Oh. <laughs> and I think they made that jump from, you know, the 3264 to 128 pretty damn well and it still felt like Resident Evil still had the great tank controls yes I say it, great tank controls you know the door opening sequences even the sequences where, the, where you're opening the door and you hear in the heartbeat like there's some really cool aesthetics in there memorable bosses especially Nosferatu I thought that was really creepy especially when you look down like look down from the up, you know like upstairs and you can hear moaning and shit like it was so cool Wesker Holy Stop. crap, I liked Wesker better in this game than Resident Evil 5. I was shocked. Like, when we see Wesker, I'm like, holy shit, it's Wesker. Like, it was so well done. The story is, again, we get Crystal's story and Claire's story. It's just really, really awesome. Other moments in the game that are so unforgettable. When Alexia, or whatever her name is, when she trans goes down the stairs and transforms. Like, holy crap. And then in her final form, where she's like this giant plant bug thing. Like, yeah, this game definitely peaked Resident Evil. I really, really feel like this game's way too overlooked. They should not remake Resident Evil 4. They need to remake Code Veronica. They re this game needs to come back. I would really love to see what they can do to modernize it and improve speed even all that <laughs> i think we've come a long way in voice acting that i yeah. think we could probably there's got to be at least one solid non-annoying equally but still matching steve's character like he, you could rewrite him you could he's a he's probably one of the most problematic main characters or i guess yeah. side characters and i feel like this game like it's still resident evil but still progresses forward you know it still has all the zombies there's still enough throwbacks in there but it really does drive the story forward with all these unique monsters and bosses you come across so i'm just gonna say right here right now i think everyone should give it a second look in fact we are doing that right now as we speak on nerd cage live gaming on twitch just saying at number four brace for impact Resident Evil 2, the original. Nick Fitkin, go ahead. All right, this is my number one. I don't care what anyone says. To me, this is the best one by far. I put this on a pillar above everything else. This is what brought Resident Evil forward into, I don't know say it, like, because Resident Evil 1 was just this nice enclosement for it. Resident Evil 2 brought it out to a bigger city. I actually felt like I was in Raccoon City playing through. Having Chris's sister as to be the connection. Leon with his first day on the job. It was like a nice improvement on the first one. You had the A and B stories, which is done better in this than in the remake because it's actually A and B stories. Mr. X having him actually come around and follow you around. And then the fact of after you beat both A and B stories, you get to unlock Hunk. And if you can even get further than that, you can get to the sweet tofu where you just have to beat that side mission with the knife the acting is a little better than one ish <laughs> but i let that go by love the differences in that i i loved how they did scenario a and b derek balls commentary i know controversial here resident evil 2 original is at number four what do you got i got a sad face it didn't make my list at all but 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 
I know, I, I see you guys perk it up. <laughs> I didn't put it on because I hadn't I haven't actually completed the game end to end, and that's not fair. These are the games that I have played end to end, but I do have some memories of the Nintendo 64 version when I would rent it from Blockbuster. I played primarily as Leon when I was able to actually play it, and I maybe got through maybe the first four puzzles before I had to return it. This is the only reason it's not on my list is because I haven't beaten it end to end. Please don't hate me. I appreciate it for what it is, but I wanted to give it a fair shake. I'm a monster. I I am the mo I am Mr. X. <laughs> Fear me. <laughs> I am the void of knowledge. You see me walking down the halls of the con, you run. It's okay, Derek. Jump fall on gaming. I already know. Go ahead. All right. I forgive you, Derek. Even though this is my number one, I can understand if you haven't played it end to end. Hopefully, once you do, maybe this will rise to the occasion. But for now, this is my number one. This has the best pacing out of any Resident Evil ever. Ever, Even when you're backtracking, you feel like it's for a reason. Like, it's not just some worthless... Oh, I gotta get a trinket here or there or something. And there's an actual reason for every type of backtracking you do in this game. Enemies and everything are, are great. Birkin, for to see him through his transformations. The A and B scenarios are great, especially with the sapping system. You ha literally have to play this game like four times before you're actually 100% through it. This game has unsurpassed replayability, great visuals for its time. Even though it's, it's all lit up and it's not really dark, it's still eerie enough for you to to get scared and everything even as lit up as it is and still i actually prefer the backgrounds in the original to the backgrounds in the remake to be perfectly honest i think they hold up better even though they're less visually pleasing i still put this game above all others in the resident evil series pre-rendered yep. backgrounds are always going to be top notch in my opinion nick and joe please don't kill me resident evil 2 is number four. I love this game. This was the first Resident Evil game that I completed on my own via Nintendo 64. Funny story, I rented this before I could afford to buy it. I rented this many times on Nintendo 64 and I get so pissed when I re-rent it and someone overtyped on my typewriter and my progress was gone. Oh my God. Oh, the struggle of being a 90s kid when you rented a game multiple times and you find out your saved data was gone because some other after you, you know, Stop. your progress. <laughs> or you get somebody, or you get an entirely different and clean cartridge. <laughs> just like, oh, this is why I gone. played it on PlayStation, so you couldn't overwrite my stuff. I had it on a memory card. Shut I said it up, I was a 64 shut kid. Shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> you shut the fuck up right now. I was a Nintendo kid. I had this on Nintendo 64. This is where I preferred play it. I still think the Nintendo 64 version is the best because there's a few more things extra in the game that wasn't on the PlayStation or the Dreamcast versions. Anywho, Resident Evil 2. I like everything that uh, Nick and Joe said. Well, I do agree. It's the best paced Resident Evil game. I just feel like there's other games that were better. If Resident Evil 1 is Terminator, then Resident Evil 2 is absolutely Terminator 2 Judgment Day because that's the leap that Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 2, that was the leap that happened. And I, you know, Leon is my favorite. This version of Leon is my favorite male character. And Mr. X, oh my God, talk about just sheer terror of Mr. X just chasing you around. Especially when he, that, that one time where you, you you lit the candles and he, he busts through the wall with his shoulders and you shoot him down and you go outside, you run over and he busts through again with his shoulders. Oh my God damn, heart attack. 
that, and then when the liquor jumps through the uh, the two-way mirror, oh my god! Like the jump scares in this game were just so unreal, and there's just playing this shit in my Joe back me up on this you've been to my parents house my parents mm -hmm. creepy ass basement all right playing this game in my <laughs> creepy ass basement in my parents house man talk about like I said sheer terror man for real William Birkin and the whole G virus thing like oh my god and then seeing those cut scenes for the first time you know Hunk takes down Birkin and all that, like those cut scenes were just so it's laughable now but at the time those opening scenes and the the whole G-Virus thing, like, oh my god, that shit was just... I think my happiest childhood memories come from, as far as Resident Evil goes, comes from this game. However, there are games that came out after this that I feel like surpassed it. But yeah, this is definitely Pinnacle Resident Evil. I'm definitely okay where it's placed. I understand why some people think it's the best. And I'll say this, there's the Resident Evil 2 people and the Resident Evil 4 people. Guess what? I'm one of the Resident Evil 2 people, all right? <laughs> <laughs> this is Resident Evil 2. It's where it's at. Again, the replay values there. You know, like Joe said, you go through it four times, and then Honk, Tofu, and Fleck. The game's also fun to play when you have cheat codes, because when you can go through the game with, with a rocket launcher from the mm -hmm. jump, <laughs> with, like, unlimited healing and whatnot, even with the cheat in this game, it's still fun! <laughs> and that... Goddamn chief. The, the police chief. Irons. Yeah. Yeah. Chief Irons and the mayor's daughter. Like, yeah. I didn't read the book. I read I read the Resident Evil 2 novelization by yeah. uh something SD Perry? Yeah, that's the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we're in the part of the countdown now where everything's just neck and neck. At number three. With no pun intended. Stars. Resident Evil 3. Nemesis, the original, is at number three. Nick Fitkin of the Review Roulette Podcast, take it away. All right, I had this one at number four. Oh man, this was a nice one of the like the end swan songs playing for PS1 for me. Even though I know I believe Survivor came out later, just still play, but we don't count that Whoa. game. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, everything in this one, like getting to have one of the original two back and going through Raccoon City again. These are things like when you play the remake and you go back and play this one, like these are things that you wish were in the remake the whole time. Some of the advancements between two and three is like the multiple choices you would make as you go through the game and the difference between Nemesis and Mr. X, like having someone that's just following you the whole game through. It's such a cool thing. Like the rewarding factor, if you can beat him, you get a gun part and you can improve your gun and the hilarious death scene of brad we can't forget that <laughs> Jill! derek of balls commentary wrestling with three at three this was my number three. As I had mentioned earlier, I had missed out on Resident Evil 2. So the concept of being perpetually hunted by this deformed creature was horrific to me. Like every once in a while, he'd be chasing me around and I'd have to activate a uh, decisions. And I was just like, oh God, what do I do? What do I do? And like, I'd make the, I make the decision I didn't actually mean to make. Jill is far and away my favorite protag of the entire franchise. So being able to play as her was great. Carlos is a fantastic addition. The, this is one of the greats for a reason. Joe, Resident Evil 3 at number three. Stars. <laughs> Resident Evil 3 for me, I had it at number four. Let me just tell you, playing as Jill 
in a tube top when you're going through puberty is very interesting. <laughs> On top of that, I love the fact that you get pretty much a view of the entire city in this one. So you get to go through all different types of areas. You get gas stations, you get the police stations limited. You go through the zoo, you go to the hospital, you go everywhere in this. Fully immerses you in what Raccoon City is. On top of that, to have an enemy like Nemesis that can follow you from zone to zone, that was the first time it's ever been done in the series. So it gave that added element of, I'm not safe yet. <laughs> so it was pretty cool to see that. Design of the Nemesis, I prefer this design over the remake design for sure i love the the clock tower sequence the lab sequence i mean the fact that you can play as carlos for a little bit it was great how they explained everything and the lore of the city i, I also love how three pretty much starts before two and ends after it so it's actually it actually encompasses the entirety of two so you can kind of go back and go dude this is happening right now and you know this part of the game from the game you played before so i mean it was just masterfully done. Very well said, Joe. Resident Evil 3 is number three for me too. Listen, my favorite enemy of all time, Nemesis. My favorite protagonist of Resident Evil of all time, Jill. Ew. Oh, Jill. Hey, who? <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe was exactly right. I know oh, what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> listen, give me back myself back to reality real quick. So listen, this game is the ultimate thrill ride. The fact that you're being hunted and chased. No other video game has come even this close to that feeling of being hunted. I mean, yeah, Metroid recently had, you know, had the Emmys and stuff like that, or the S, their SAX. That the original Nemesis from Resident Evil 3, there hasn't been in a game ever since of the sense of dread of being haunted. Nothing else comes close. The Resident Evil 3 remake failed at that miserably. If I have any complaints of the game, and every time I played it, I still don't know how I pulled off. That goddamn water sample puzzle. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I don't know how I get through that every time. It's That's the one frustration I have with the game. But the best storytelling right here, and I really, really love Nikolai. I mean, he's an asshole and like his story is really good and what comes with him is even better. Yeah, the original is better than the remake. We don't say that in video games very often. And one more thing I wanna to add to, the control, the freedom, the fact that Jill's got parry moves. You can pull off parries and, and do roll dodges. Like we didn't have that. So yeah, it's very easy to control and get yourself out of situations. Getting through zombies has never been easier. However, you need to master those mechanics when you're getting chased by that goddamn stairs. Like, <laughs> like I said, the, the original era, I'm talking Resident Evil 1, 2, 3 and Code Veronica. This is the best one, man. Come at me. Come at me, internet. I don't think anybody's gonna. At number two, Resident <laughs> Evil 1, the remake. Nick Fitkin, take us had... back to the original remake. <laughs> I had this one at number three. I had to get this one on GameCube when it came out. This, I had originally watched like two and three remake, where two and three remake were more like this, but at least two is very good. But playing the one remake, it just, bringing it up to like GameCube, it made you feel like a full improvement on it. They added just a little bit of areas, even that graveyard, like that whole section with Lisa Trevor, I really liked. Kept the horror, kept it nice and slow paced. 
case, just like the originals. It looks great for anyone that looks at playing this again now, like the modern PS4, Xbox One version of it. If you somehow can't do tank controls, they give you a modern control version of it now. Basically, the, what he's saying is you have no excuse now. Yeah, you have no excuse. <laughs> and then one of the coolest things that they did in this, and I know everyone probably felt this the first time they play it. You're thinking of the original Resident Evil. So you kill a zombie and you walk away. And oh, 30 minutes later, when you walk back in that room, you just hear a crimson head running at you. Such a cool way to actually bring more scare to people who have played it before and people who hadn't played it. Jericho Balls commentary. At number two, we have the original remake of Resident Evil. Dish it up. This was my number two. This was an improvement in every way to its predecessor. This is how you make something fantastic modern. This is how you do adaptation. Exactly as Nick said, adding something that the player had never seen from the original, uh, the Crimson Heads, was brilliant. The idea of quick cancel moves like the tasers and the knives, fantastic. Lisa Trevor was a nightmare. <laughs> Anything you could say about the first attempts with the voice acting is all gone now. Everybody does a great job. And I think that's because one, the original was so fantastic. They knew that they were now standing on the shoulders of a classic and they needed to bring their A game. And they did, and they did it in spades. I love this game and I play it as often as I can. And I usually do it at least once a year. Joseph from Fall One Gaming, Resident Evil the remake at number two how do you feel yes i had this at number three this game was the best graphical leap that we have seen in the series from when you go from code veronica graphics to these graphics it's amazing what they were able to do in that time and they stayed true to the game as much as possible they added the crimson heads that was awesome they were able to bring that feeling that of resident evil one back to where it needed to be there's nothing bad i can say about it and on top of that they brought the voice acting up to where it needed to be finally it's built now i believe for speed runs i mean everybody does speed runs. <laughs> and also what i like is pc has been able to put in randomizers which is the first game that i don't think they've ever been able to do it with so that adds to it too so i mean it's it's been able to evolve it's one of the only resident evils that's been able to evolve as it goes through which is amazing absolutely 100 this is actually my number two to this day this game has not aged a bit it's very rare when we you know the, the 3264 bit and of course the GameCube era. You know, most of those games have aged. This game is aged like wine. It still looks great. For the record, I do have the Xbox One version that was bundled with Resident Evil Zero. Yeah, this is, again, it's just amazing that this remake was done nearly 20 years ago and it holds up so damn well. Almost as, it's basically as, as replayable as the original Resident Evil 2. Like what they added like, even if you know the first game, frontwards and backwards, and you play this, it still feels fresh and new. It's all the stuff that they added were just nice touches. And, like, I feel like this is the way to play Resident Evil 1. And I'll just say, like, if someone's brand new to the series, has never played Resident I'm going to tell them to go to this game. Technically, it's still the first in the series. It's the first storyline. And Phil has that, like Nick just said, you have options playing with old tank controls or the improved controls. This is the game I say, if you've never played Resident Evil ever, this is where you start. You heard him. No excuses. Drum roll, please. At number one. Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Two remakes. Number one, Dan Skippy, Nick Fitkin. Go ahead. We had Resident Evil 2 remake is our number one in their cage live and friends list. And I had this one at number two, just barely below the original Resident Evil 2 
And that being said, like all my top four, they're so neck and neck because these are like from the pinnacle games. And I think of Resident Evil, much like the one remake, this is pretty much how you remake a game modern for everyone. It made it scarier because of some of like the simple changes they did. It, it looks great. Like some seems like some of the police officers like the like gore and decay is coming off of them when you're shooting them. You never feel safe in this one. Even just simple zombies give you a harder time. And then of course you have Mr. X who does a great job and the sound design that they put in this one because you'll hear Mr. X just like stomping through areas as you're just hiding about, just slowly making your way through. Oh, the extra DLC modes, I like the uh, sheriff in the opening scene where with like Leona Claire in the gas station. Did a really good job of making that fun as well. So Derek, we've reached number one. Resident Evil 2, the remake is number one in their cage live and friends. How do you feel? This was my number one. This was for me, the game that I, in the franchise that I had not played end to end. And I absolutely had to. I played both scenarios, loved every second of the ride. I loved Ada's character in this. She was so much more intriguing than she was in 4. Of course, love Leon. I love Claire. They gave them kind of like, I, I don't know how to feel about their like their cooperative relationship in this game. There was that scene where they're just kind of like awkwardly flirting to each other yeah, in the rain the fence. With, with the fence. And you're just like, is this really the time? What are you doing? Zombies are literally behind Claire. Leon, be a gentleman. Tell her to get the hell out of there. Of course you cannot talk about this game without talking about Mr. X. Like his introduction, the concept- Took the of hat off! Like, <laughs> immediately, you're just- <laughs> Hey, you're just uh, like, achievement! <laughs> you see the helicopter fly through the building and you gotta go douse it. And you're, you're like, okay, now I can finally go and do whatever it was I was doing in that area. And then you just see like, you just hear boom, boom. And he just kind of like, as casually as lifting up a small child, just like, excuse me, I have to kill you now. <laughs> you just Shout the out to the, the mods. You know, there's the, oh, no. the tank engine. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> else, guys? There is the body mod. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's the one That's where the nightmare says DMX X gotta give it to you every Yes, that was great. <laughs> the idea that he will go through any length to get to you, including like punching zombies out of the way. So like you could actually use that as a, as a strategy to like line up the zombies you've already pumped bullets into, and then he'll just do the rest of the work. Loved the characters, loved everything about the remake. This is my number one for a very, very good reason. Joe, Fallen One Gaming, Resident Evil 2 Remake is at number one. How do you feel? Oh, I can agree with that. I mean, this is number two on my list, but they were so neck and neck for me, the original and the remake. The only reason I put the original higher is because of the pacing, because of, you know, it's my introduction to the series. So it's I've got a lot of bias with it. Take those damn nostalgia glasses off, Joe. <laughs> yeah, That's why we have the remakes in the first place, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> this game has the best visuals, the best suspense, and just the best gameplay that I've had in a while for a survival horror game. I mean, to have the ability to dismember zombies and pop heads and everything else, it, it's great. I love the difficulty being ramped up the way it was. The zombies are no longer pushovers. You can't just count the amounts of times you're gonna put bullets in them and go, oh yeah, he'll die after four shots. You know what I mean? So it was pretty good to be able to add that to it. Mr. X's presence throughout the entire game, you know, your heart is beating the entire time. Especially 
especially when you come into the main hall, you go, good, I'm safe now. And he comes out too and you're like, oh shit, I guess I'm not safe, you know? You didn't know where he was gonna go in the beginning until, you know, obviously people spoiled it after a while, but you didn't know whether he was gonna come into a safe room or not. You can still hear him when you're in the safe room. The sound design and the visual design of the game is the best, some of the best work I've ever seen. I'll never forget, there was a sequence, I think it was like the, the puzzle room with, with the liquors in it, and I could actually hear him above me, and then I was also still dealing with, with the liquors, but I could actually hear him go from above, stop, and then come downstairs because he was hearing the gunfire. And I was like, no, 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 die faster, <laughs> die faster. Not just that, but like, this is like the first time I can think of where usually in a Resident Evil game, when you get to like a room where there is a puzzle, you just gotta get through the puzzle. No, in this game, Mr. X is so rude. Gonna, even when you're trying to figure out the goddamn puzzle, he's gonna come after you while you're doing the puzzle. And you gotta like run away and come back. And, like, and I like the differences, Mr. X. Give the differences some goddamn between reason the scenario. And the differences between the scenarios were great. I mean, you had the orphanage that you didn't get to see in either one. You didn't get to see that in the original and you didn't get to see it in Leon's rendition. So this is completely new. You got that, a bunch of different areas that Claire got to go through, Chief's office and everything that were specific to her. So it gives replayability on both sides the same way the, the original did. So mm. it did a good job with that. I like the Easter eggs that were in there too. Like seeing Brad's poster and you know that Brad was supposed to be there and that's the nod to it. That's if I have any complaint, the sewer area is such a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right, I'll get past. How about how gooey the zombies are? Like in the cutscenes. like I'll, I'll never forget the one where like you kind of turn his head slightly and his jaw starts to fall off a little bit. It just looks like fucking hamburger. The thing I appreciate too, kind of like what Resident Evil 7 did is like, you can't just go around just emptying your guns. You got to really conserve your ammo in this game. Resident Evil 7 just laid the foundation perfect for this remake. Resident Evil 7 was like the right direction the franchise needed to go in. And they took everything that made Resident Evil 7 great and just applied it to this remake of Resident Evil 2, give us basically the perfect Resident Evil game. And that's what I love about it, is like, this is peak survival horror. You can't just go around shooting everything. You need to conserve your bullets. You can think, wait, I'll just let the zombie, I can just run by the zombie. I'm not gonna waste my bullets on him. And if there's a zombie that really you really need to kill, you gotta kill it. But another thing too, you gotta make your shots count because if you don't land that headshot, chances are the goddamn zombies are gonna come back. Like, oh my God. The, just the, the sheer design of this game, the way the game functions, it's just brilliant. Like, I don't know how, how they're going to surpass this. This is, to me, the best Resident Evil game we ever got. Everything that made Resident Evil 2 great, everything that made Resident Evil 7 great was just fused into this. And yeah, dude, the replayability factor is just awesome. Also, another thing I can appreciate too, well, and then we can kind of wrap this up here. Very, you have to have a really good eagle's eye in this game because if you want to like unlock the safes, figure out combinations for random safes, you got to look at the chalkboards. You got to look at the stuff on the wall there. Like, it really makes, okay, granted, I, I had the internet. I had to look stuff up a few times, <laughs> but if you're brave enough not to give in to the internet and you want to figure that shit out, yeah, look at every little detail in every room you go to. Yeah, there's so much about this game that's so great. It's it's a perfect Resident Evil game, and, and I'm so happy this was number one. The, the only little change I would have made is I would have left in the trucker saying, Guys, a maniac! Why'd he bite me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is your Nerd Cage Live Top 10 Resident Evil games. So 
to everybody in the chat and to everybody in the comments and of course the Facebook discussion group, what are your favorite Resident Evil games? How would you rank the Resident Evil games? What'd you think of our list? Were we right or were we off? Let us know in the comments below. Just saying. Spoilers, we were right. Man, that beats you with the internet. Pitkin, <laughs> go ahead and plug yourself in, but before you plug yourself in, what are your general thoughts of this list? I really like the way this came out. I mean, it covers pretty much everything. There's no survivor multiplayer modes on there that I just don't feel like fit or are good. Like, even if my list isn't the exact same, like, can't argue with the list. It's my own personal preference versus what overall everyone likes. And, and mine is really similar. And all the ones we had on the list are great games. So I really like this. This fits good. So for anyone who knows us, we're Rebrew Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcasts. Check us out there, anywhere you find podcasts again, or you know, Facebook, Twitter, we're there everywhere. And thank you guys for having me. This is great series. It seems like all of us were pretty much on the same page. I got to flash my anti-noob card where I just, I hadn't played two, the original all the way through. So that, I just felt bad about that one. I really did, but it was just like, I didn't want to talk about something I haven't played end to end, but that's not fair. This is a very acceptable list. In my opinion, despite Resident Evil 4 at number 10, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Resident Evil 4 is a divisive game and for very good reason. And if you're being non-biased, you can absolutely see why. And I think that's why this list is so easy for me, because I try not to be non-biased about media, unless, of course, it is weapons grade garbage that you can throw the tyrant. I think that this was a lot of fun. And thank you very much for even considering having me on. It was my genuine pleasure. I've had this list just waiting and like come on we gotta talk about it let's go let's go <laughs> i gotta throw out my honorable honorable mention of resident evil spawning off one of my other favorite video game franchises is devil may cry that was originally going to be resident evil 4 but they're like this is way too weird and much like megadeth and metallica it went off and did its own thing and did an amazing job i thought you were gonna say dino crisis for a minute <laughs> oh man no i mean dino crisis is another one i i actually didn't play that that one. needs to be remade i would love to see yes. dino crisis oh my god that'd be so great hello my name is derek you can find me on bonus commentary here on youtube where i cover all sorts of nerdy things such as the godzilla meets DD &D series where i convert all of your favorite toho monsters into playable monsters for your DD &D home games i also did a resident evil playthrough pt playthrough so if you want to get your horror fix but that was like my very first youtube video so bear with me it's only you know been about eight years uh <laughs> joe from following gaming like i said you and i grew up together and like i said I, I have you to thank getting me into Resident Evil and whatnot. So that being said, what do you think of this list, dude? It's good. I have no arguments with it. All the games that I had on mine are in this list. It might not be at the same places, but hey, you know, that's why we have the difference of opinion. That's why we contrast each other. That's what makes this channel great. So I have no argument with this list at all. For me personally, you can find me at Following Gaming on Twitch, or you can find me on the Facebook discussion group. Please keep coming to that. That's great. We are over 200 strong and still rising. Yeah, you can find me here on Nerdcage on YouTube. Anywhere you want to find me, those are your three ways. Go for it. And also, Joe and I, we always we partner together on Nerdcage Live Gaming on Twitch. 
And, you know, I couldn't ask for a better co-pilot. <laughs> Holds my hand when when he needs to. <laughs> takes the control out of my hands when he needs to, you know? Like, Joe's like the ultimate bro when it comes to, like, you know, hanging out on the couch and playing games with it. I, I couldn't ask for a better partner to help me do the game. Because there's no way I could do Nerd Cage. <laughs> I could not do Nerd Cage Live gaming myself, all right? I'm so glad that you still live close by and we can do this. And yeah, it was a blast playing Resident Evil 8. And it's so cool that we, you know, we go back to play our old games like Shaolin Monks and Code Veronica. And man, yeah. like I said, we're going to do many, much more of this shit, including more Resident Evil games. That being said, we, I just, again, want to thank these fine gentlemen. Please subscribe to them if you haven't already. We will have more discussions and gaming discussions in the future. So keep your eyes out for that. That being said, we though we prefix ask you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like the T virus. So the USA from Syracuse, New York, to Lancaster, California, to Iowa, to all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live, bonus commentary, and the review roulette podcast. As always, enjoy life. Stay safe and good night. Good night. Keep those ink ribbons wet. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs> Wah, <laughs>